this is something bad that happened, but like <laughs> God is good. And so is my team. And, you know, part of my job, you know, this year, everyone's like, pivot, pivot, pivot. That's the year. <laughs> the word of the year is like, we've been pivoting <laughs> way on back because that's what you got to do in event planning. But he came down, he walked out of the chapel, was so excited. It had been raining. So he being a gentleman, he was picked up his bride's train and he split his britches. <gasps> completely down. Welcome to the Invest Local Podcast, where we uncover the brilliance of local businesses that are slugging it out, serving their customers and giving back to their own communities. Check us out at vicinitycapital.com and give us a follow on social media. We'd love to hear from you. Also, we are not making any investment recommendations, nor are we providing any sort of investment advice. Now on with the show. All right. Welcome, folks, to the Invest Local Podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm McDonald, and joining me today is Kaylee Baker with KBE, Kaylee Baker Events, Birmingham's premier wedding planner and, and longtime friend of Julie and I. So thank you so much for being on the show today, Kaylee. I'm excited to have you. Oh, honored to be here. Thanks for asking me. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We're overdue. Um, so I want to hear all about your story, um, how you got into wedding planning, what makes KBE tick, and kind of how, how you think things are, are going through COVID and, and post-COVID and, and all that good stuff. So we'll, we'll start back at the very beginning, though. Okay. Um, I, I want to know kind of your why. So take me back to your very first wedding. What, what got you into it and what made you realize that weddings was something you wanted to do? Well, thank you, Malcolm. It's, it's truly an honor to be here and super excited to be on a podcast where other small businesses, because it can feel a little bit on an island sometimes. And so even this platform from community is, is really cool. So kudos to you guys. But I, when I went to college, I thought I was going to do interior design and architecture and learned pretty quick that my social personality <laughs> was a little too much for studio. So, you don't um, want to sit behind a computer all day? No, I just I had too many other important things to do. So um was advised, actually counseled by, you know, our directors at University of Florida and was like, you would be awesome at tourism hospitality with a specialization in events. So um, I'm kind of one of the rare people using my major. Love it. And I would never in a million years thought this would be what I'm doing and where I am and um I'm so grateful that that was God's perfect plan um, for me. So, I um, I had to do an internship as part of my, you know, to graduate. And so, I worked for a planner in Gainesville. And Melissa was amazing um, and really learned from her. You know, I did 17 weddings for her in one spring. Wow. So, I was like, oh, wow. Like, this is a lot of hard work. Um, but she had me in the office doing tons of her design. What can I present to a client who is a spring bride? And getting married at this venue. So I learned a ton of the design part, but I didn't really have a lot of interaction with the bride herself. And so I think that was like the missing piece because I left that internship going, I will never ever be a wedding planner. <laughs> and God's like, a different story. So after that, um, I got my first job in DC and I chose total different route than social and did corporate. And so I worked for Capital Services Incorporated, which is DMC, a destination management company based out of Falls Church. And our clients, were all over the world, you know, and so we, I got to work on some high profile events, got to work with the Secret Service, Wow. 
were on and off the presidential yacht that's now privately owned, got to be in all the embassies, Library of Congress, you know, so really learned a ton from that job, like high scale events, high profile events, um, and just the importance of that client vendor relationship. I was not on the vendor side and really loved that. But again, kind of the same thing where there was this missing piece. And I think for me, it was, it was the people, it was the connections. Mm. The industry was just so different than Washington, D.C. So it's pretty cutthroat, pretty competitive, a lot of go-getters, which I thrived in, loved that, but it could be a little scary. And here, the vendors were so welcoming and so warm Mm. and made it easy for someone that's not from Birmingham and, and did not grow up here and does not, you know, have family and heritage and history to really come in. And it was just like... One bride led to another bride led to another bride, and it was like, I gotta quit my day job so I can do this side gig called wedding planning. That's <laughs> <laughs> now my full time. So that's, that's awesome. Kind of six years later, so 2013 is when I officially started, and then here we are, 2021. Man, that's awesome. I always love it when a, a side hustle that's really a passion becomes mm-hmm. the full time gig just because it. You, you literally can't find time to do anything else and yeah. <laughs> and it kind of takes over. Um, that's that's always super fun. Wow, so started in 2013, had several years and, and then 2020 hit. Yeah. So being a wedding coordinator during COVID kind of sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> if you had to get a sum up being an event planner in 2020 in one word, what would it be? So I think my situation was a little different just because personally, we had our third child in 2020. Mm. So it was like this beautiful, perfect storm of taking maternity leave. So I felt in a very real way protected from it where I would have normally had a very heavy spring. I didn't because I had just had a baby. And so I had not taken any clients until August anyway. Mm. Um, So that was a huge gift. And I felt so loved by the Lord and just like, okay, protection, true protection. But when I think back of last year as an event planner, I mean, I just feel like for me, when you have chosen and you are paired up with your ideal client, circumstances don't matter. Mm. They affect, but ultimately they don't matter because your client trusts you. Mm. And so no matter what's going on, COVID, things are hitting the fan, things are closing, you know, I mean, our April bride... The night before, I mean, she, we had planned a 250 person seated dinner, full cocktail hour, you know, three course meal Mm. at a local country club here. And the day before her wedding, Alabama went into, you know, stay at home. Mm. And so we had already pivoted from the country club to her front yard to then her backyard, gone down to 12 people only, and then now we had a surprise car parade lined up, and now none of those people could come because of the ordinance where everyone had to stay at home. And so, I mean, talking about flexibility, but I think it boils down to trust. As you, as a small business owner, are seeking clients and whatever that kind of looks like, if you have chosen that, that client that's your fit, it should be okay, you know? And in my heart for why I'm in business is I saw this huge industry of wedding, 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 and all of the extras and all the uff. And I love that. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. But where my heart is, is really, it's like 
this is the first day of your marriage. Mm. So how can I come come alongside families and brides and make it more than just the wedding and make it about the marriage? Because this is just the first day. I love that. So that's kind of my heart and why. But um, it really puts the pedal to your metal when, you know, you preach. It's so much more than the wedding. And the wedding is falling to pieces <laughs> because <laughs> of COVID. <laughs> So, um, but my, our April bride, like we did, we took her whole flower budget and we did it at her home and we got to have a 12 person. We, we rotate her bridesmaids because we wanted to follow, you know, under the authority of Alabama Mm -hmm. law, no more than 12 people gathered. Mm -hmm. And so we rotated all her people so she could see all of her girls. She got ready in the home she grew up in. We had the surprise car parade. We put sparklers and all of her neighbors' mailboxes so they could join them for the departure. We surprised her with, you know, because now all these vendors are available. So we, we got a last minute real swanky car and got sent her down, you know, and then back to trust. I mean, trusting the vendors that you work with. Yeah. So during these crazy times, it's like, who do you need more than you need your makeup girl? You need your florist? You need your photographer? Mm. You know, for 12 people, we can cater wherever. You know, that's not, that's kind of low in the totem pole. But having those key vendors and them trusting me going, okay, I can't guarantee you're going to be safe. I can't, t-, you know, none of us knew really what the virus looked like, you know, at that point um, and to what it was full effect. But it was amazing. And if you ask that little girl now, she wouldn't change anything about her wedding. Mm-hmm. And I just, that is what fuels my fire of just like, because it wasn't about the wedding. It was about the marriage mm. and the sweet, amazing, sentimental things that we got to incorporate. Like that's where my heart is, is to walk away. And as a guest, you felt and experienced the love and hospitality of that family so that people don't go, oh, this is a Kaylee Baker wedding. They go, this is a whoever's wedding I'm at. Like mm. I, that was so them. So how can I work with these clients and make it personal and make it unique and specific to them? Um, and have that guest and client experience be at the level that I feel like is required, best, whatever. <laughs> uh, that's so, so good. No, that's so good. I really, I, I really love that. I think, I mean, you said so many, <laughs> so many cool things. One, a couple that jump out to me that I love is just understanding what's important for your client and understanding that's not, that may not be the same for, for your other clients. So understanding what, value you're bringing to your client and really speaking to that and building whatever your service is around that is so key and it you alluded to that in when you were talking about your internship you said understanding a spring bride and the fact that a spring bride is different than a winter bride and even it sounds like you learned that pretty early on that personalization is just so important um, for any industry, but I think for, for especially where you sit kind of in this small business world, just understanding your customer, it seems like you do that so well, which is, is really, really cool to That's hear. Very sweet, but I love it. <laughs> well, speaking of, of personalization, I, you know, we've talked some about this um, just personally, but I, I want our audience to hear, what is the most spectacular thing you've ever pulled off for a specific bride? Oh, mom. Okay, well, okay, I think I could probably sit here all day and just talk. (laughs) 
People say I should write a book because of the things <laughs> that I see, but I think that there's a client confidentiality yeah. that we got going on <laughs> for some of it. But um, one that comes to mind, I was down in South Alabama serving a precious family, and we surprised the mother of the bride, so she had no clue, with a gospel choir at the ceremony. So I had to hide these, like this was an outdoor ceremony. The backdrop was this, was this idealistic, gorgeous chapel in the woods. So there's no back of the church. So when I'm sending everyone down the aisle, you know, it's open to everyone. And we had to shuttle guests. So we had a shuttle going, we had everything. I had to hide this choir. Not a quartet, a full no. choir. Well, no, it was, it was five women. Okay. Five women, yes. Um, in a car, sneak them up to the back of the aisle and then after the bride and groom kissed and the pastor pronounced them husband and wife they started coming down the aisle singing oh happy day oh happy and the mother of the bride started just I mean she turned around and watched these women walk down the aisle and just bawled her eyes out it was the most surreal and it, we it had called for rain and it was beautiful mm-hmm. and it was I mean it gives me chills even now and this was <laughs> years ago like I, I just I loved that surprise that was that's awesome that was great um I'm trying to think I mean I've had this is another like when you say <laughs> this is something bad that happened but like God is good and so is my team and you know part of my job you know this year everyone's like pivot 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 that's the year <laughs> the word of the year is like we've been pivoting <laughs> way on back because that's what you got to do in event planning but he came down he walked out of the chapel was so excited it had been raining so he being a gentleman he was picked up his bride's train to take out you know to walk out of the church and he split his britches completely down so we've just gotten married we haven't even arrived at the reception we still got first dances he's like kaylee i I think i've ripped my pants i go no you didn't just go on out go in the trolley you know i'm like shooting him out and i look and i go crap so i had sent someone immediately to joseph a bank to make custom pants to his size. I sent his brother back to his home to break into his home to get another pair of pants to see if we could, thank goodness he wasn't in a tux, he was in a suit. And so then, but we were just like wondering if we could match, you know? And then um, I sent him to his private meal and we started sewing. So we, he had a pair of perfect pants and I had two precious other like we, word had got around you know that you know with the wedding party like how can we help and two other guys at the at the ceremony were like please he can have my pants you know like it's just it's amazing every wedding you look back and you're like the amount of people time and talent it takes to pull this off is unbelievable and it's just really sweet that I get to be a part of it like one of those yeah. people so it's just it's amazing, but he had pants and it was perfect and we're all good. I've had it where my, this will be my last story, but I had this amazing swanky departure car that was given to my clients from the dealership. They own one of their friends owned a dealership. Well, it had been pouring down raining and I've got a bus that's shuttling my guests back to the parking lot because it rained and blah, blah, blah. Well, all of a sudden I get a, 
think that the transportation is taken off the side of the um, departure car, like the rear view mirror. Just sideswiped it. <laughs> so we're like 30 minutes from departure. I'm like, oh my goodness. So now the police officer's here. You know, it's raining. He's got his lights on. I'm like, okay, dude. We cannot have lights. I cannot have you here. I'm just going to. And so we ended up moving the car. The police officer was so kind. So, you know, we dealt with that whole issue later. Called myself an Uber Black. My bride not could, didn't even know anything different. My groom's <laughs> like, where is the car that I borrowed from our family friends dealers? <laughs> I go, don't worry about it. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> And it was all great. So you And just, they were none the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> literally wrecked the car in the parking lot before the bike. Literally. Literally. <laughs> literally sideswiped my departure car. My own transportation company. <laughs> so accidents wow. just happen. So we just have to go, okay. What's important? How can we make a change? And how can we make it the best possible? And God's good. I but, love that. Anyway. Wow. Sorry. No, that's that's hysterical. I have, oh, I do have one more story. Okay. <laughs> can you take another one, Malcolm? Is so that Yeah, we'll put it in the outtakes. Okay. Um, I had a bride and groom um, who got introduced for their first dance, and everything it was. We were running a little bit behind schedule, so I was real worried about that. And I had them come in, and they got announced. The place was packed, probably about 400 guests. You know, standing room only. The band was fabulous. And they're doing their first dance, and I'm like, oh my gosh, God is so good. And I look around, and I'm like, the photographer and the videographer are nowhere to be found. So I text my girls immediately. My team goes and finds them. They come up in a hurried, you know, in a rush to come here. They have missed the first dance. They miss father-daughter. No. And they make it in time for mother-son. And I am literally internally going, you've got to be kidding me. It was on the timeline, but it's on me too. You know, like I didn't make sure they were there and ready. So I come up with this idea. And after their first dance, um, they were great dancers and I have them go cut the cake. And then before we started the dances, I had the band call the bride and groom back up so that we could get more footage. I said, y'all, the band told me that you guys were such good dancers. They'd love to see you dance again. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yes. So don't be surprised if they ask. So they ask. They get them up there. They dance. And then I tell dad to cut in. I said, you got to go cut in. He's like, I'm not going to go cut in there dance. I said, dad, you only get this day once. By God's grace, he went in there, cut the dance. So we got all the footage. You didn't tell any of them. No. No one <laughs> Do they still? No one knows? Oh, I had to tell immediately after. <laughs> immediately after I bawled my eyes out and they said, I'm so sorry, but this is what happened. And the footage is faked. And he's just like, what? And she was like, I mean, it's real, but fake. It wasn't your real first day. <laughs> She's like, Kaylee, you're the best ever. I mean, it just was, it was really sweet. But 
Wow. We all are just human. So. A faked first dance. (laughs) (laughs) The best wedding coordinator story I have ever heard. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. And there you have it. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Invest Local Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review. And feel free to follow us on any of our social media platforms. Don't forget to tune in next week for more local stories.